Well, greetings, friends, and welcome to the Gospel Underground Podcast. This is episode 127, Men Revisited. We are broadcasting live. Well, I'm live from the worldwide headquarters of the Gospel Underground here in Blacksburg, Virginia. It is a wonderful thing to be with you today. We are in our summer months of the Gospel Underground, meaning that we are unpredictable. We are trying to podcast through the summer, but it's proving a little bit difficult. So please bear with us. Uh, If you enjoy the podcast, we will have things coming to you uh, from time to time, like today. Uh, And we're trying to get started on our new series, I promise, but uh, we've had some things uh, kind of come up. We had scheduled Jesse and I to record on June 9th, uh, but then my my mother went into the hospital, so I had to head over to the Memphis area, Memphis, Tennessee area, uh, and spend five days with my mom. Uh, We're very grateful, things that could have been very, very bad, things that were bad. Um, The Lord has brought back health and healing. it's a wonderful thing to spend time with someone you love who, you know, you, you realize time is not uh, eternal on the earth, at least uh, in this age. And uh, I'm just really glad I had some time with my mom. So I had to cancel out on Jesse for that. He was very understanding, of course. And then Jesse had to go to Canada uh, with to visit a church plant up there with a team from the Bonhoeffer House. They had a great trip. So we did not podcast then. And then I think he just got back. And so, but I, I decided to go ahead and throw uh, an episode. Our, our plans remain the same. I know I've done a couple episodes talking about what's coming, what sacred games that's coming uh, later on, respectfulness in a raging culture that's coming, and then respectful witness uh, in a raging culture that will round us out, probably take us uh, maybe forever and a day, but we shall see. But today we have the opportunity to revisit something. Uh, I've entitled this episode Men uh, revisited uh, because this is a not only um, a subject of interest, but it's you know very personal, both in terms of cultural trends. I have a personal interest in m- what a man is because you know I'm a man, <laughs> uh, but also I'm raising two daughters. They're pretty much raised already, uh, and I have a teenage son. Uh, and today we want to revisit men because this is something uh, we talk about often here on the underground over the years, right? And I want to revise our estimates, or at least uh, on our posture and prospects of young men today. Now, so if you're new to the podcast, um, I'm going to put all of these links uh, in the show notes for you because we have been talking about these particular things uh, for some time, as far back as 20, 2018 even. Uh, Episode 23, Man Up, Is There a Crisis with Young Men? We looked at a lot of data and research on the state of young men in America. Uh, Episode 20, Dad Up, a little call out, shout out to the dads. Episode 50, Men Going Their Own Way, this kind of uh, selfish movement uh, of looking out for me and only me for men and how that's a disaster. Uh, Corollary related uh, episode, episode 52, Girl Power. I had my daughters on to talk about what uh, they want to see from uh, their father, you know, that, one of those men in their lives. Episode 65, Boys to Men, uh, ABC, BBD. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Boys to Men, I talked about uh, walking young men into manhood with intentionality and purpose as a father, where I shared a little bit about what I did with my son, son Thomas. And then finally, episode 80. If you never watched episode 80, this is called Men, Marriage, and Fatherhood, where I had some dear brothers of mine, Andre Davis, Billy Hardy, Willie Pyle, uh, former uh, football players at very high levels. One of them is my doctor, uh, the doctor, Reverend Abraham Hardy, always be Billy to me, uh, of what they're doing in life. 
uh, married raising families. And so today we're revisiting that topic, and you might ask why. Um, no, it is not because of the recent Supreme Court decision, Roe v. Wade, but I saw several tweets that said, well, we better hold men accountable as well. And to that we say a hearty amen, hold them very accountable. Um, no man should be spreading his seed and not being responsible. Everyone who fathers a child should be a father, and by God's grace, maybe even a dad. Um, That's not why I'm taking this up again. Bradley Wilcox, director of the National Marriage Project at the University of Virginia, uh, recently, uh, along with a a young student, he, I guess, was speaking at a campus uh, ministry meeting at UVA, and I guess there were some, uh, uh, let's say, complaints offered. Not complaints in a negative way, but... uh, some shout outs, some cry outs offered by some young women about the state of young men. And so there was an article recently published by Brad Wilcox and Emil Fuentes, an undergraduate studying English at UVA, uh, and then a man named Michael Krieger, who's a PhD candidate, Department of Sociology, uh, University of Virginia. My guess, he's a grad student that's working with Dr. Uh, Wilcox. I'll put the link to this article in the show notes, but it was called Where Have All the Good Men Gone? Now, I'm not going to sing that song either, but uh, there is a Anita Hero uh, Footloose song involved with that. But uh, this June 22nd article, so just very recently, uh, Emma Fuentes, an undergraduate student, she wrote the following. And I feel this, man. I feel this uh, as a, a father of of daughters, right? And so, um, you know, if you ever want to, uh, if, you, if if you ever want to go Hulk smash on people, uh, it's if they mess with your daughters, right? Uh, but this isn't a messing with. This is an interesting quote. She said this: "The majority of guys I've encountered at UVA don't want to commit to an actual relationship." They haven't grown up. They want to hook up with girls, but that's it. Many of my friends and I are frustrated with the lack of maturity our guy friends exemplify. Now, these are her friends. My parents met in college, which was common amongst their generation. That's where I met my wife, uh, and are about to celebrate their 30th anniversary. Meanwhile, I have one year left at UVA and don't foresee myself dating anyone. Now, um, pretty interesting. I I might have heard uh, a few comments from my 21 and 18-year-old daughters about the state of young men uh, not growing up and lack of maturity, lack of uh, focus, lack of seriousness. This is certainly something we've looked at statistically before. And now, you know, when you hear it from young ladies uh, like uh, Emma Fuentes, it reminds me of the TED talk given by Philip Zimbardo, The Demise of Guys, where he highlights the lack of achievement by uh, men in, in our society. And he asks, why should anyone care at the anyone? And he goes, well, the only one should care are those who are, you know, have sons or or who want who have daughters who might want to marry or somebody might want to marry a man and want them to be have an uh, intellectual discourse above that of a banana slug and so this is something uh, that is societal uh, when it hits deep and so look there's the normal factors right this is in the article uh, from uh, Fuentes and Wilcox she they say this our young men problems rooted in a range of factors the rise of electronic opiates that means you know uh, getting those brain uh, chemicals going with uh, 
things like uh, video games, pornography, that, which distract young men from education and work, have become uh, come to replace traditional avenues of social relations. The absence of models of pro-social masculinity, not the toxic kind, that furnish norms for male engagement in school and work as they move into adulthood, a culture that discounts, our whole culture, that discounts commitment and biological differences uh, in rates of male and female maturation, maturing at different ages. And so, um, you know, they look at this uh, issue from these range of factors that are going into this. But the reality is the thing that they want to laser in on most and things that I want to share this article with you today is, is that we need to care about believing in, loving, holding accountable, teaching, modeling, rolling with, mentoring young men. Obviously, uh, IFS, Institute of Family Studies, that Wilcox helps direct, uh, has done extensive research. There were, there were most recent article this month, Life Without Father Means Less College, Less Work, More Prison for Young Men Growing Out Without a Biological Father. Um, but I wanted to take some time, guys, to read uh, some things. And this is interesting to me because I have college age kids, right? Uh, and, you know, my my high school girlfriend went to UVA. I've been on grounds. I, I got recruited by them to wrestle. I got into their engineering school. It was very close. I almost went there. Uh, they think that, thank God that he saw fit to send me to uh, Carolina. When you say Carolina, you say North Carolina. You say Carolina, you say heels, uh, where I met the Lord, met my wife, and all good things under uh, heaven. So I didn't go to UVA, but I'm kind of connected with it. And um, we go to Charlottesville a lot uh, currently, and my kids applied there. You know, both of them got in there. Um, but it's a little bit of interest for me because of that. But this uh, article covers some ground in a very small bit of time. I'm going to read a little bit of it for you under the segment in the article called Too Few, Too Few Good Men. It reads this here at UVA, one of the signs of the young man problem is that there are simply that they are simply absent from the grounds, our word for campus. At our university, women outnumber men fifty-six to forty-four. Nationally it's even worse. There are almost sixty women for every forty men in the university. Across this country, that means that a large minority of heterosexual women cannot find any men to date on their college campuses. And even when it comes to men who are in college, female students are often disappointed with the quality of guys they find even here at UVA. Sometimes it's very frustrating to me when I want to tell a guy I know who is living his life in some sort of unsatisfactory way, said Isabella Jr. I have to hold myself back from being like, what are you doing? Uh, the way that you're living is contributing to your own unhappiness, says Isabella. I would say the qualities of guys I generally come across here on campus are not necessarily guys I would date, said Claire, also a junior. Claire has noticed, at least in the School of Architecture, that... Quote, the girls seem to be driven and just focused on academics. A little more serious about it than the guys. Tommy, uh, what's up, Tommy? Uh, a rising senior attests that, quote, girls are much more focused and deliberate and sincere about their work than most of the guys I know. He sees a kind of prolonged adolescence in many of the men at UVA. This, this certainly has been uh, covered here that the idea that you want to be a Peter Pan and not grow up, or some sociologists have termed uh, the term kidults, right? Um, certainly, uh, this article goes on to quote a book that we've quoted here called Guyland, uh, 
by Michael Kimmel. Michael Kimmel says this, in another era, another time in history, these guys would undoubtedly be, be poised to take their place in the adult world, taking the first steps to becoming the nation's future professional, entrepreneurs, business leaders. They would be engaged to be married, thinking about settling down with a family, preparing for future as civic leaders and little league dads. Not today. Today, many of these young men poised between adolescence and adulthood are more likely to feel anxious and uncertain. In college, they party hard but soft on studying. After graduation, they drift aimlessly from one dead-end job to another, spend more time online playing video games and gambling than they do going on dates. That's from Kimmel's book, Guyland. Now, let me just say this, uh, friends. Greetings, friends. Um, Obviously, these young ladies are crying out about the state of dudes. Uh, If you're a guy listening to this, let me just say this to you. Part of why um, we've done so many podcasts on this subject, part of why uh, I'm doing this today, part of why I want to speak to you is that, is, that, is that I get it, man. I get the reality of a world that sometimes seems a little slanted against you. People want to pick you apart. You want to find a place where you can just be yourself without having to dance and perform, Uh, no one willing to take the time for you. Maybe your fathers didn't uh, take the time to show you uh, what it meant to be a man. I mean, you know, I I even get emotional thinking about teaching my son how to shave, right? Like the kindness of saying, hey, here's how you put on a shirt and tie a tie. Uh, Here's what it means to be strong but courteous. Here's what it means to to be a virtuous man. I've been giving my son since he was born uh, man words. I, I, you know, you might think this is silly, but I would tell my little dude when he's like two, I was like, hey man, we got some man words we got to talk about tonight. And I would go courage, truth, valor, courage to do what is good and right in the world, truth to stand for what God says and not just what the, the flow of the crowd says, and then valor, using strength, virtue, truth, and goodness for the sake of other people, particularly, and I'm not trying to be old school or something, particularly to not harm and to do good to women uh, and children. So men, if I can say this to you, I don't want this episode to make you discouraged at all. I just want to say I believe, man, I believe in us, that God has a purpose for you, your masculinity, your manhood, that isn't simply uh, to be mocked or jeered at uh, out in the streets. Now, the article by Wilcox and Fuentes continues, these observations are borne out by trends in academic performance and on-time graduation. Women have attained consistently higher GPAs, right? Um, a study examining GPA students of Florida and Texas showed an average of 2.67 and 2.85 for men and then women, respectively. Fewer men who attend college end up actually finishing and graduating um, 40% of men graduate on time, so to speak, compared to 50% of women. So this is a reality that's going on in the, in the academic attainment, educational realities. Um, but it also extends beyond college uh, as people get a little bit older. Uh, men right now are more unemployed, right, than, than uh, women. And some seem to be okay with that. And, uh, There's a reality where others will say, why do I have to push hard in life if others will just do it for me? So um, directionalist men, is that a problem? What what are some of the problems that can arise with that? Well, certainly uh, 
the use and abuse of bodies, right? We mentioned the you know the cry out, well, are we going to hold men accountable? Well, we should, right? Uh, the reality is is that men who are not disciplined, self controlled, working hard can find some trouble, right, and can make some trouble. Uh, in this world, there's all sorts of social statistics on when uh, men want to play around, uh, sire children and not be around and show up uh, for those kids. You can see the National Fatherhood Initiative, fatherhood facts, easy to find with uh, with the Google. So so here's the thing. Uh, if you happen to know if you, hey, let me say if you if you are a young man or if you happen to have a young man growing up in your home. Or if you happen to have young men in your church, if you happen to have young men in your circles, look, man, we don't need to form some he-man, woman, hater club or or go men going their own way and say, I'm not doing any of this marriage and stuff. I'm just getting mine, get what. Um, but we need a community of men where we love young men. We encourage them. We help them spread their wings, stretch out their legs, launch, launch into life. Hey, ask a girl out on a date. How about that? I've been joking with my son, Tommy. Say, hey, man, if you see someone of good character, you know, kind of cute, kind of fly, you may shoot your shot. Get a little talkity talk going. It's okay. Learn, help men learn how to try hard at life, how to fail, how to, how to get back up, dust yourself off, succeed, try again to become something. So look, if you know any young men in your home, your church, your circles, your city, let me read to you how Wilcox and Fuentes closed their article. It reads like this. If we wish to revive the fortunes of today's young men, we must help fathers teach their sons how to prepare better for adulthood, relationships, and marriage. And we must also revive our most fundamental bond, marriage, because it connects men to their sons in a way that nothing else does. These steps matter, not just for the renewing the fortunes of young men, but also for the sake of women looking for partners to love, marry, and start families with in the future. Come on, men, let's do this thing. Thanks for joining me today. Not trying to beat anybody up, trying to encourage us, help us forward for the glory of God and the good of others. The Gospel Underground Podcast is produced in partnership with the Bonhoeffer House. Review us on iTunes or Spotify. Lots of stars, as many as you can do. Send your comments, feedback, questions, or suggestions you might want us to take up here on the Underground to info at gospelunderground.org. We are a dialogue taking place in these streets in the borderlands between the church and culture. Hope to see you out there. Peace.